This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Testing. Oh, there I am. <laughs> it's so good to be here and see all of you in person, no less. So I felt really blessed to be asked to speak during the season of nonviolence because. I have some strong opinions about it. You want to hear? <laughs> of course, in nonviolence, we all know that we need to return to love. Sounds easy. But it isn't, is it? I know when I was growing up, in my family, we practiced all of the seasons of the holidays really big. So Christmas was huge in our family. We decorated everything, we gave gifts, we said, I love you, and it was wonderful. And then the day after Christmas, it was back to business as usual, which wasn't so wonderful. And it kind of led me to feel, I didn't, I didn't think it in my head, but kind of feel like, what's love got to do with it? What is love? Love doesn't always even feel good. And I remember before I was getting severely punished, it was, I love you, but. <laughs> then love isn't a gift anymore, is it? And how often do we put hearts around love, but don't, don't sit and soak in what that means? So let's look at what love is. What is love? Give me a name for love other than love. God. Exactly. Give me another one. Light. Exactly. You're on the right track. It's, it's energy, which is another word for God. One of my favorites is the universe or the cosmos. When I, I, I can't help it, I've been in New Thought for how many decades, and when I say God, there's still a part of me that pictures the guy on the cloud. So I like to use other terms, and I, I, I still use God, but I just don't end there. I go God, and then I repicture the cosmos, so it expands my awareness of what I'm experiencing as God. But let's look at scientifically. Scientifically, God is energy. And energy is everywhere. Energy is vibrating in you, in me, in the trees, in the rocks, in the air, all over the universe. That's, it's nothing more than energy. And that's what's so exciting because when you look at the scientific form of God and that it is just pure energy, you can see that we are all one. Because there's not two energies out there, is there? There's one form of energy that is so incredibly unique and creative that this energy form has created people and plants and things and animals and planets and suns and stars and created experiences, experiences of joy, experiences of pain, experience, that's how creative this energy is. And it is so assured 
in its creativity that, and here's the tough part, this energy form does not fear pain, does it? Or we wouldn't have it, would we? It would not be possible for pain or death to be in our world if this energy form didn't like it. But this energy form is so huge, it knows that all this is transitory. And we can stay stuck in it, or we can expand a little bit. And again, that sounds easy, but it isn't always. So just remember, well, let's try something out here. Rather than think about it, I want you to try it out. I would like you to be not energy. Would you step outside of energy, please? <laughs> Anybody have any luck? So that means you are God expressing just as much as anyone else. Just as much. And when you see somebody doing something magnificent and the little, little girl in me goes, God, I wish I could be like them. I am part of them. They are part of me. And they are expressing in their unique energetic style. And so it's our job to be within and find our energetic style and know that that is perfect. That is perfect. So rather than looking at what's love got to do with it, there's a better song. It's an older song. Maybe you, many of you remember it, is Love is All Around Us. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. It's uh, love is all around me, and so the feeling grows. It's written in the wind. It's everywhere I go. So now, yeah, love, practicing love isn't easy. Practicing love is a very responsible thing. We must practice love responsibly. That doesn't sound fun, though, does it? But that's our job. So let's look at the definition of responsible. And I even wrote this down because I love it so much. The definition of responsible or responding is being the author of your response. Oh, you mean I don't have to just react and stay there? No, I can step past my reaction and I can author my highest response. Now, how beautiful is that when you realize you have the power to author your own response? And if you have a reaction to something that happens that you don't like, you can grow past that and author, how do I want to respond? Because that is your energy shining out, and you get to choose how it does that. One of my favorite, favorite statements is fill your own cup first and then nourish others from the overflow. And I love that so much because our society, our culture kind of teaches us a bad thing that says, 
oh, you must care for others. You must think, and, and don't, don't, don't be selfish. Please don't be selfish. If I take my cup and I don't fill it first, but I fill it from out here, and then I give you some love. You want some love? Okay. Now give you some love. You want some love? Would you like some love? Okay, good. Oh, I'm I'm running low on my cup. I'm down to tricks. Uh, give me some love. Give me some love. Give me some love. And that's what we end up doing when we get the order wrong. If instead I take the time to be inside with that place in me that connects with the divine, that connects with the knowingness that I am one with this energy form that we call God, I fill up then and, oh man, I'm overflowing. And then here, want some love, want some love. Oh, getting a little low. Okay, good. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. Want some more love. And so it's so important to know the source of your love is from here. This is where the divine fills us. And so if you're ever wanting love from someone else, maybe you need to check, have I gotten the, the order backwards? Because the reason I state this all the time is because I'm human and I forget. So love, when, when we forget, how does it feel when you forget that there's plenty of love? I mean, it's tearing. It feels awful, doesn't it? And I know most of you have heard this because it's true for um, lack of love or resentment. But resentment is like eating poison and expecting the other person to die. You've heard that, right? Well, let's look at that. Resentment is because we're holding on to a belief or a thought that is literally closing our hearts to love. And so, yeah, we're eating our own poison. We are not getting our love needs met. We have shut down. How many times have you shut down in your life? More than you can count? Good, we have some honest folks out here. <laughs> So another word that's bandied about is forgiveness. And whereas forgiveness is a wonderful thing, I think that needs deep thought too. Break that word down, forgiveness. Now forgiveness doesn't mean you have to be okay with what someone else did or what they failed to do. It means you have to sit in this place of, oh, I have shut down. All forgiveness means is going, do I want to walk through life, experiencing life with a shut down heart that is feeling no love? It's for me. It is absolutely selfish for me. But it doesn't end there. Because when I get selfish and I say, oh, no, 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 no. I hate my life when I have shut down to love. This is not fun. 
And by the way, when I'm shut down to love, I'm judging you, I'm judging you, I'm judging you, but mostly I'm judging me. And that's not fun, is it? That is not the way we were designed to live. We were designed for energy to flow. Energy, you know, if you go down to the molecular, molecular level, everything is vibrating. Everything. Rocks. Everything. And when we shut down, we shut down to our own vibration. Do you want to go another second being shut down in any area? Do you? Oh, silence. I think we have some people that are okay with shutdownness. Well, let's see what we can do about that. Because <laughs> remember, you can't feel your own love when you're shut down. And I heard the word suffering in the prayer. And that's exactly where we go when we shut down to love. We suffer, don't we? And that is hard stuff. But that is not our inheritance. Our inheritance is love. Our inheritance is to open back up again. And so I looked at, practically speaking, saying I should open back up. How do I do that? And of course, that's different for everybody all the time. But I noticed one area for me that has really expanded in the last few years. And I, I have to tell you that, you know, the COVID thing has been just a godsend for me because it's given me so much time to sit with this. And I looked at how I was treating me in life, and I wasn't very happy with it. I looked at my daily rituals and how I practiced it. Like, for example, it's getting evening. I think I'll turn on a little TV. And okay, it's probably getting late. I should take myself up to bed, do my night rituals, brush my teeth, all those little things. But did I do that? <laughs> Not often. I'd fall asleep in front of the TV. And then about 2 in the morning, I'd drag myself to bed. Is that better? I'd drag myself to bed and having done none of my rituals and then feel terrible in the morning. Have you ever done that? And how did you feel about yourself? And I started, and, I, and then I looked at, well, what, I need more self-discipline. I'm short on self-discipline. And then I got a chance to look at that. And this is my biggest gift, because I realized I hated that darn word. <laughs> it sounded like my dad when I was in trouble. So of course I'm going to rebel against this. Of course I'm going to hate the thought of disciplining myself, because that sounds like I'm whipping myself. Well, then I broke down the word. And instead of discipline, I looked at the pieces and parts. Discipling is that discipline. Discipling. And I went, oh, that's got total different energy. 
Discipling means following my inner desires, my inner intuition. And from that place, I went, I can do self-discipline as long as I kind of keep in mind it's self-discipling. And I totally changed my life's rituals from bedtime to do, and I even got started early. Oh, this is fun. Instead of thinking I had to, I went to that wonderful place of I get to. And then in my morning rituals, instead of dragging myself, okay, I got to do this, and I got to make sure I get my, my meditation done and all that stuff, and it got changed to I get to do all of those things because now I am following my inner guide, which is where I feel the connection. Is that where you feel it too, the divine connection, that whisperings? Is it here for you or is it somewhere else? Anyone have somewhere else? Because sometimes it seems to come from different places, but for me it's mostly right here. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So when I practice my self-discipling, I notice that my judgment of me falls away. I am so much kinder to myself. And I think I, my inner voice says much nicer things to me. I worked at practicing that for years and years, you know, discipline, and working hard at speaking nicely to me. But when I disciple myself, I don't have to work at it anymore. I just speak nicely to myself, and I fall short of the mark all the time. I'm as human as they come. And I'm okay with that. Okay, yeah, I want to do better, but I don't beat myself up anymore. But here's the really exciting part. When I am gentle and tender with me, there's no judgment of you either. I just love you. And isn't that a wonderful way to practice love? But I promised practical, and I got more. Uh, you know, let's look at emotions here, and we're going to look at the vibration of emotions. Let's say anger is a zero. It's a very low, low, low vibration. Okay? And let's say joy is a 10. So we got a zero and a 10. And, and of course, joy is a very high, beautiful vibration. Let's look at some of the other levels of vibration. For example, grief. Where would you put grief? Throw out a number. Two. Yep, yep. Compassion. Five, six, mm-hmm. Happiness, that can be many places, actually. So all emotions carry vibration. And now here's the, the scientific part. Newton's law, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So, if we want to pray for someone, whatever we're feeling as we send that out is what we're giving. I'm sorry to say that's not always a good thing to know. 
How many times, and Jane, may I borrow your situation because this is so perfect for us. When you hear some news that's tough to hear, I heard the collective, ah, and that's grief and shock, isn't it? And then there's, oh, compassion. And those are lower vibrations. Is that what we want to send Jane and Jeff? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. So we must be the author of our response when we pray. And in order to do that, we need to know how to go to that place that we are authoring the response we want to send. Now, I was trained in, in science of mind, and so I love, <clears throat> excuse me, the science of mind prayer style because it has specific steps to get me to the point where I can send something that I want to, that I'm proud to send. And I add a personal step myself, is normally the first step is recognizing the power, the, the expansiveness, how great the energy of God, and, 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 and just contemplating how huge that is. However, when I hear some tough news, I can't start there. I can't go from sadness or pain to the magnificence right away. I kind of got to let some steam off. So I add a step. My, my, instead of step one, I go to A. So I got to complete A before I'm start ready for one. And that is I need to go, oh, okay, I'm feeling this and this. And I kind of label it. And when you speak and label your emotions, you are literally taking them from inside of you and you're putting them outside of you. That's a better place, isn't it? They don't own you so much. And now with your emotions less in here and more out in front of you, you have a better opportunity to be the author of your response. So then we go into to step one and we take however long it takes to contemplate this energy force we call God. To contemplate how huge it is and all the ways it shows up in our life. And then the next step is to remember that we're part of that. Just as much as anyone else. Because remember, we can't be not energy. So we are just as much as anyone else, that peace of God. Align with that. Now you're ready to, now how are you feeling when you do that? Now you're ready to send out some beautifully authored response and send love and healing and light to Jane and Jeff. Just send it right now. And that's something that you can expand. We're having a little bit of issue with the volume here today. There's just never any accident here because it, it's another proof that energy has volume. It does. And for a long time, I fought with my own energy. I, I, I have a very large, powerful, energetic bubble, as 
people that know me. And I fought with that for a long time. Little girls shouldn't be that way, you know. But that's who I am. And I had to make peace with that and make friends with that. And now I went past peace and friends, and now I use it. And let me teach you how to use it. When you are wanting to pray especially, you take those emotions, those beautiful emotions of knowing you are one with this God that is so immense, and you are a part of this God, and when you are feeling great, reach into the inner volume button and turn it up. Turn up the volume and see how, just how wonderful can you feel. And it's amazing. My goal is to keep expanding my ability to handle more and more and bigger and bigger joy. And I don't think I'll ever quit working on that one because we can get bigger with joy all the time. And then the more we are feeling it, the more we get to send it out into the world. Is that not cool? So what's love got to do with it? Everything. <laughs> get to that powerful place in you. Experience that love until it's so huge it feels like it's breaking apart in your heart and now you've got something to share. And the old saying of our prayers are like putting a pebble in the water and that creates a ripple that goes out into the world. No, 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 no. Let's throw a boulder. Because the larger we can make our energy, the larger our prayers make a difference. It grows us in love, and it sends beautiful energy into the world. And isn't that what we're all about? Thank you.